please join in our opening hymn, which is in your order of service, Do Not Be Afraid. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. the Lord be with you. Amen. A very warm welcome to St. Bride's Church in Canvas Line for the celebration of morning Mass, which is, of course, the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Pat O'Hagan. Welcome to Mass today is Brother Desmond and also uh, his sons and daughter. Uh, welcome uh, John and Anne and Michael and Andrew. Uh, and Mike and Lorraine and Georgie and all the grandchildren and all the family who are present here with us today. Welcome also uh, friends of the family who have joined us and particularly friends of Pat who are here with us for the Mass. And I know that some of you will not be members of our own Catholic Church but I want to say a very uh, warm welcome to you to this Mass today. I want to extend also a very warm welcome to the members of the Whitefield Bowling Club who are here along with their president, Ian Pedden, and of course uh, there's a long association for Pat and also all of the family with that particular bowling club in our local area. Pat himself was a man who achieved much in his own life and today we celebrate uh, that achievement uh, here in this church. Uh, he was a uh, great blessing to the family, but also a great blessing to the many things that he was involved in in the course of his life. So today, as well as the sadness of loss, there's also the graciousness of thanksgiving. And today we thank God for a life that's been very well lived, 
and a life that has been very good to others. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Please be seated. First reading is a reading from the book of Job. Job said, I would that these words of mine were written down, inscribed on some, some monument with iron chisel and engraving tool, cut into the rock forever. This I know, that my avenger lives, and he, the last, will take his stand on earth. After my awakening, he will set me close to him, and from my flesh I shall look on God. He whom I shall see will take my part. These eyes will gaze on him and find him not aloof. The word of the Lord. Wings bear you 
for the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. We want you to be quite certain, brothers, about those who have died, to make sure that they do not grieve about them, like the other people who have no hope. We believe that Jesus died and rose again, and it will be the same for those who have died in Jesus. God will bring them with him. We can tell you this from the Lord's own teaching, that any of us who are left alive until the Lord's coming will not have any advantage over those who have died. At the trumpet of God, the voice of the archangel will call out the command and the Lord himself will come down from heaven. Those who have died in Christ will be the first to rise and then those who are still alive will be taken up to the clouds together with them to meet the Lord in the air. So we shall stay with the Lord forever. With such thoughts as these, you should comfort one another. The word of the Lord. stand.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still and trust in me. There are many rooms in my father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am going now to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me. So that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. few days ago the family were kind enough to show me photographs of Pat at different stages in his life. In those photographs he is pictured alongside a whole host of people, family and friends that he must have known over the years. In many ways as I thought of those photographs over the last few days, they seemed without a word uh, being spoken or an explanation being given to reflect a lot about him, his life, his character, his energy, and the many things that he did in his life. He looks out from those photographs, a strong, resolute man with a sense of purpose in life. This same man in the photographs wasn't to know something that all of us know here today, that he would live a long life too, he was lived to be uh, and he lived uh, to be ninety years of age. The same man, so strong throughout his life, was to prove very strong even in these last years as they passed by. He had the qualities, if you like, of a long-distance runner, maybe not built for speed but for endurance, keeping going and going the distance. Even in the final years, that inner strength, that sense of purpose was still there. In the latter hours of his life, he received the last sacraments and prayers of the church, a strong reminder that God was with him in the final moments of the race, as he had been with him throughout. He would cross the finishing line with that great reassurance. At Mass today, In our hearing, that same reassurance is given to us that God wishes to be with us throughout our life and especially at the end. Gospel reading of today's Mass speaks of the Father's house in which there are very many rooms, not rooms for the few, but for the many and the need for all. It's God's will that all should be saved and none be lost, as we hear over and over again in the Gospel For how could it be otherwise? For God's love is bigger, more generous, more expansive than we can ever imagine. Nothing could make him not love us. Nothing can make him stop wishing for us to be with him. Nothing can stop him from wanting to give us more life and abundant life. The gates are open. The invitations themselves are given. 
to the people on the highways and the byways of life, come in and join the feast. Today we come to claim that gift, and there is at the end, as always, the Father's house. The rooms are there, the table is set, the door is wide open, the lights are on, and the invitation is given to each. Pat was born on the 6th of March 1928. His parents were Thomas and Alice O'Hagan, and he was to belong to a large family of one girl and eight boys. He was brought up in the centre of the city of Glasgow in Anderson, attending the local parish, of course, and, of course, the local schools that were there. At the age of just 17, he left for the Navy and was to have a distinguished career in the services. He was always interested in personal fitness, and this interest never left him. It was there and always something that he pursued throughout his life. He met his future wife, Margaret, uh, as was the way in those days in uh, the dancing. Uh, they married here in this very church some 62 years ago. Margaret herself, needless to say to you today, was a very fine woman, as you remember. They held each other in great affection, and they were to have a long married life together. They are both well remembered uh, by the local community for their dancing skills, long before come dancing, and strictly, they were the couple that were gliding around the dance floor. In later years, when the hurly-burly of life, family life was over, they were to enjoy holidays especially luxury cruises and holidays in warm and sunny places. In married life, Pat himself was to come to live here in this town and at Halfway. Both himself and Margaret were to have five children, John, Jackie, sadly deceased, Anne, Michael and Andrew. He was one of those men who never ate idle bread. He worked hard to support his family and improve their lot. All his life, he trained in the sport of judo and achieved a very high level, and many uh, trophies uh, were won in that sport by him. He also was to go on to train many other people in the sport itself. He was always interested in community projects, and at the age of 40, attained a community education diploma and was to work in that area. In actual fact, I believe his first project was to run a large driving community centre in Clydebank. He even employed at one stage a young entertainer called Billy Conley, allowed him to put on a turn. The young entertainer, I believe, was to ask him for an increase in wages. And Pat was reputed to have rejected the request, saying, you're not famous yet. <laughs> how, how he was to eat those words. He was a key figure in the founding of the Canvas Line Community Sports Centre at Deckmont and was always interested in giving young people a broader horizon, especially through sport, which he loved so much himself. He played a significant part in our own local bowling club here, supported the club over many years and was himself a past president. He was very happy uh, when Mike and Georgie and Lorraine joined the family and he was even happier to see the grandchildren themselves grow up, Jenny and Kevin and Stephen and Mark and John and Andrew and Olivia. 
and it was to have a great affection for each of these children. And it was even to live to see two great-grandchildren born in the family, Phoebe and Angus. As I mentioned at the beginning of the Mass today, Pat himself was a very accomplished man in life, he achieved much in sporting life, many awards that he received, and he reached a very high level of the sport. He also achieved much in his working life, in local projects that he was involved in. He clearly always uh, had a ma man who was a strong sense of commitment to whatever he was doing, and he had a clear vision and commitment of improving the welfare of others. He had that thing which is difficult at the end of the day to put your finger on, that inner strength that saw him drive through, that ability to help others, that ability to bring people uh, uh, the best out in people. Of course, it's a rare gift. Those photographs that were shown to me by the family show Pat in different stages in his life. These were shown to him, I believe, in Meldrum House in East Kilbride, where he was in those latter years of his life. I'm sure that as he probably looked at these pictures, he might have wondered where all the years had gone, as you do very often when you look at old pictures. For life itself passes very quickly. But for Pat, I hope, in looking at those photographs, he had joy, I hope that he had joy and a deep satisfaction of knowing that his life was a purposeful life, a life that helped and assisted many people along the way. It was a good, strong life, which many people went on over the years and has meant so much to so many people. God puts into our hands the gifts of life, the gift of life, and it's up to us to grasp that life with two hands, make the most of it, do the best with it, use the gifts, have a good and selfless life for others, to be for others and to have good values in life, be strong in things that matter, to grasp life with two hands. The Gospel of today's Mass reminds us that there is a life to come in the Father's house. But I, today and always, is in our life here and now as well, to live well as we can, to look around and be good to others, to live a life which encourages others and also to be a life that is selfless. Our life, our eyes on the life here, present and now, but in the hope for the life that will come afterwards as well. May I invite you please to stand. <coughs> Let us come to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the departed, and comfort and hope to the living. For all of those who have been good to us in our life, especially amongst our family and friends, 
that they may be rewarded by God for their generosity and kindness. Lord, hear us. For Granda Pat, that at the end of his life he may know peace and be reunited with those he has loved that have gone to God. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For all family and friends here today, that we may be united in bonds of charity, peace and harmony. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. all who dedicated themselves to others in voluntary work, that their work may bear fruits in the lives of others. Lord, hear us. Lord, For a more just and fair world, and all that who need to help may find us generous friends. Lord, hear us. Lord, And for a moment we pray in the silence of our hearts. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Please be seated. Please join in our offertory hymn, which is in your order of service, Gifts of Bread and Wine. Sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant, Pat, 
We beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Amen. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just. Our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back to life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth and before you without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And at the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And in a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember your servant, Pat whom you have called today from this world to yourself. Grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. Please stand. We pray with great confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days. 
that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you stand under my roof. Only say the Lord, and so shall be.
Let us pray. Lord God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant that strengthened by it, our dear brother Pat may come to the eternal table of Christ. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Just before the final prayers, just to thank everyone for being present here today at the Mass and again just to say what a consolation it will be to the family to see so many uh, friends of the family here with them uh, today. Uh, it means a great deal. Um, the next part of the service will be at Westburn Cemetery and uh, we cordially invite you to join us for that. Uh, and also everyone's very welcome to join the family also at the Whitefield Bowling Club uh, afterwards uh, for a reception there too. So. Uh, they'd be delighted to see you. Saints of God, come to his aid. Come to meet him, angels of the Lord. Receive his soul and present him to God the Most High. May Christ who called you take you to himself. Just need you to Abraham's side. Receive his soul and present him to God the Most High. Give him eternal rest, O Lord, and may your light shine on him forever. Receive his soul and present him to God the Most High. Hear, Lord, the command of your servants in the sight of this world who is now dead, in your sight and death forever. Forgive us our sins, we may have committed to redeem weakness, and in your goodness grant him everlasting peace. We ask this. Please join in with our final hymn, which is in your order of service. It's Walk With Me.
beside, O oh Lord. Hold my hand and guide me on my way. Sometimes the road seems long, my energy is spent. But Lord, I think of you, and I am given night and brightest night, be at my side, O oh Lord, hold my hand and guide me on my way, stones often by my path, and there are times I fall, but you are always there to help me when I go. darkest night and brightest day, be at my side, O Lord, hold my hand and guide me on my way, just as you come to wind and walked upon the sea, conquer my living, Lord, the storms are thrown on me. darkest night and brightest night, be at my side, O Lord, hold my hand and guide me on my way, help me to pierce the mists and cloud my heart and mind, so that I shall not fear the steepest mountain Light and brightest night, be at my side, O Lord. Hold my hand and guide me on my way. As once you healed the lame and gave sight to the blind, help me when I'm downcast to hold my hand and brightest day be at my side O oh Lord hold my hand and